Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very senior and accomplished professional from the UK, Sam Candy. Sam, welcome to the show. Uh, it's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Sam is the Chief Executive Officer of Responsible Futures. Uh, She's also the founder of Sustained Talks podcast and the Responsible Futures webinars. So Sam, before we get into talking sustainability and responsible futures, tell me a little bit about your own background and what got you interested in sustainability. Yeah, so I was working in the events industry for 20 years, running some of the largest exhibitions and trade shows. Hmm. Um, but 10 years ago, I was the director of Sustain magazine. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when I sort of first found my interest in sustainability. And we mm -hmm. were talking a lot about building sustainable buildings. Um I then launched an exhibition which was about building sustainable homes. Mm -hmm. um, but I was there for a few years and then decided to um, move into another industry and another exhibition, mm -hmm. which was um, the Business Travel Show and Travel Technology mm -hmm. Europe. So mm -hmm. I, I ran that for about five years. Mm -hmm. um, and in that time, I actually launched and founded... Um, a not-for-profit called Level Women at the time mm -hmm. when we launched. And that was um, about helping women to take a seat at the table, be mm -hmm. heard. Um, it was really at the beginning of the Me Too movement or before the Me Too mm -hmm. movement. And um, I really enjoyed um, being part of that. But it, um, it taught me something that, you know, women generally women do not apply for roles unless they can do 95% of the role mm. and men will apply for roles if they can do 60% of, mm. of the role. Mm. and it actually made me apply for a role um, to become country manager of one of the techni technology, uh, technology brands at mm -hmm. Expedia mm. and I got the job um, okay. and two and a half years there but part of the technology we had um uh we measured the carbon footprint of flights mm -hmm. and that's when i got back into sustainability um but after two and a half years i i just wanted to do something more i was being pulled into sustainability and pulled into social responsibility and i just decided that this really was time actually it was just before covid mm. and it was um like before i think even sustainability has got as large as it has now mm. um and i decided to launch responsible futures Amazing. And, uh, yeah yeah fantastic so let's talk responsible futures now tell me what do you do in this organization um, so we started a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. um, basically, we educate, inspire and guide businesses to become more sustainable and more socially responsible. Mm. And we try to simplify it. Mm. Uh, and we do that through consulting, through webinars, through training mm. and through my podcast and also through just 
putting content out and having the conversation mm. um it's it's quite different when you know when you own a small business then you're able to put a lot more content out there than mm. you know going through when you work in a larger organization and you have Correct. to check everything that you're saying all the time mm -hmm. yeah so give me an example of some of the work that you have been doing and on sustainability for a small business say yeah so we um like for for a small business we really are like getting them to start and mm -hmm. uh, do something start measuring once you start measuring and you can see how you measure, mm -hmm. then you can reduce. But mm -hmm. it's actually about, um, so I work with an organization called uh, CSR Accreditation as well. Mm -hmm. And they have a framework that follows um, uh, environment, workplace, community and mm -hmm. philanthropy. So when you look through everything that you do, whether it's measuring your carbon footprint mm -hmm. or whether it's becoming a more diverse and inclusive business, mm -hmm. it all, I think sustainability and social responsibility is a holistic approach. Mm -hmm. But no business ever did, um, didn't get recognised mm -hmm. for doing good. And doing good as a business, it's now more important than ever to be sustainable and socially responsible because mm. you're going to attract um, new employees. You're going to engage with your stakeholders more authentically. Mm. Um, and, you know, the, the, the thing is that the issues with planet and people at the moment we really have to think about mm. what's going on around the world mm. and not well said world. well said you also speak about keeping sustainability and social responsibility at the heart of conversations um help me understand the 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 the, the combination of sustainability and social responsibility yeah, so sustainability is how you can be more sustainable. Correct. But that's not just being sustainable as in, you know, it's thinking about how you live your life every single day. Mm. So what you buy, how you consume, um, what you eat, how you travel, uh, but also I believe in a sustainable economy. Mm. And, you know, I think I, I used to work for a company where, I would jump on and off a flight every single other week. I mm -hmm. was in a country, I was um, going to events. I, you know, I didn't even consider um, the impact of my travel. Mm. Now in the last year, I've got it on one plane once and only, um, you know, a short distance mm. um, uh, to another, uh, a, another country. Mm. But I think like, the way that I think about my life and what I do mm. has completely changed. And I think when you, um, just going back to um, the question, keeping sustainability and social responsibility at the heart of conversation, mm. I think that everyone should be talking about this and everyone should be leading with this because mm. if you do, then good will come of it. Mm. If you... Um, you know, pretty much I drive people mad. I talk mm. about it all day and um, constantly challenging people and questioning mm. um, 
what they're doing and what they're saying and how they're doing it. And, you know, I know it's not for everyone. And, you, you know, I, I don't think that I'm um, up there with the hardcore activists, mm. but definitely, you know, um, um, in that middle ground and mm. support. Very interesting. Uh, my next question to you, Sam, is that based on all the work you've done on sustainability, what are some of the areas which have become big challenges that you are addressing? I mean, everything is a challenge when it comes to sustainability, but what are some of the areas you're working on? Um, so for me, it's about working with businesses because mm. I think that I don't, this is my personal view. I don't think that if we are dependent on our governments around the world, mm. I don't think that the the world is going to be saved in enough time. Mm. Um, we need to drastically cut carbon emissions by 2030 mm. in over seven years. Correct. And the people that are going to make the biggest difference are the businesses and mm. the big businesses. And, of course, the oil companies mm. as well. You know, we have to make sure that we keep the conversation going and we have to mm. highlight the issues that are going on around the world. Mm. Um, you know, people often say, um, I, I, I hear a lot in the UK, well, I'm in the UK and there's nothing I can do about it and I'm not going to make a difference. But... Mm. When you look at how companies and businesses in the UK inspire other businesses around the world and in the US as well, you know, they're, mm. they're um, some of the largest businesses and some of the most money around the world comes mm. from businesses in these countries. So if we start to take it seriously, then um, then we can do something about mm. it. The Microsofts and the um, Amazons and the Coca-Colas, you know, mm. they've had um, a lot of um, negativity around them sponsoring COP27. Mm. And, and actually, if we don't get those companies and the oil companies to change mm. their way of working, if we don't go in there and get them to do different, then, then we've got no chance. Hmm, very interesting. And given all the work that you've been doing, how seriously is sustainability being taken in corporate boardrooms or is there a lot of lip service? Um, it's. I think it's taken more seriously now. You mm. know, things like COP, um, I don't know about you and your mm. listeners, but I don't think before COP26 people had really heard of Mm, yeah. um, unless you were heavily in sustainability. Mm. Um, I remember reading a survey from PwC mm. um, they did with over 700 board directors and they found that 50, and I think this that was this year, 55% uh, of directors are mm. reporting that ESG issues are mm. part of the board's agenda. Mm. Um, but as I said, whilst... Um, every board might not be having the conversation as a priority. Mm. They are having the conversation because five years ago they weren't and they mm. are now. If mm. you have a look on, um, if you look up at any company 
and you click on the about or you go to the bottom of the page, you'll find their information on sustainability, social responsibility, mm. um, on ESG. You That's like 95% of companies that you look at their website, you'll find that. You've never found that information before. Mm. Um, and then, you know, uh, I don't know if you heard about Patagonia, the CEO yeah. um, announced this year they were giving all their profits away to environmental um, efforts and it, companies like that. And mm. you see that it's so inspiring. And I think that that then the boards realize that that the good can come out of it. And mm. I guess in, in, um, in much larger companies, um, then obviously they mm. have to do their ESG reporting yeah. finance. Very interesting. And yet, you know, I was speaking to somebody else the other day, Sam, and they actually mentioned that a very ambitious GDP growth target for a country or a, a very ambitious profit target for a company uh, could actually contradict the plan for sustainability. I'd love to get your thoughts. Um, it's not, it's not really my area okay. Um, okay. when it comes in, into that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that, again, I would, but, but my thoughts, I'd just go back and I'll take it from a company level, mm -hmm. which then, you know, goes into sure. a country. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and you only have to look at Patagonia mm. and the profit that they make. And, you know, Good comes out of being sustainable. Correct. You save money. You, um, you know, people think being sustainable is going to cost them more, but mm. actually, it doesn't. It saves them. Mm. You know, if you switch your lights off, if you turn your heating down, if you mm. um, don't travel as much, then these kind of things they're gonna they're gonna save you money. So Correct. I think, like, you know, when you look at that on a country level. By being more sustainable, mm. you are going to. And Very also, people invest in in sustainability now, mm. and invest mm. in. Uh, they want more sustainable products. You've only got to look at, um, you know, every single advert on the television, radio, and internet. Um, now there's a sustainable message to it. Well, it's well said. Uh, my next question to you is on the younger generation of leaders, the millennials and the Gen Zs who are now actually bringing in a breath of fresh air into most companies. And I'm from the baby boomers generation. I'd love to get your thoughts on how are the younger leaders yeah. changing the way businesses are thinking of sustainability? Yeah, well, I'm also not a millennial, um, you know, and I, I, but I see that they are the most ethical and sustainability conscious yeah. uh, generation they really are mm -hmm. you know they prioritize practicality mm -hmm. over profit mm -hmm. um, they're more willing to spend money on products and services mm -hmm. that are socially and environmentally um, responsible uh, but I think the other key thing is uh, their work habits and mm -hmm. companies that they want to work for they and there's a real issue with attrition in the UK, um, mm. attrition rates and people leaving their companies and wanting to go. They want to go and work for a company that mm. that is doing good. You know, they're checking. I think there was um, 
a survey done that 80% of millennials, when they're looking for a new job, will check the sustainability and social responsibility of a company mm. first. Mm. Um, they'll have a look on things like Glassdoor um, for reviews of that company and the way that they treat people. Mm. Um, they want to be valued and they want to, you know, you, you look at um, the people like Greta Thunberg and Elizabeth Wahuti and, you know, those voices are really, really, really being heard. Mm. Um, and you know, they, they're the, they're the generation that are speaking out the most because they're the mm. ones that are going to be so affected by climate change and by sustainability. Mm. Interesting. So one more question on sustainability and then I'll move to your podcast. Uh, you know, different countries, different cultures handle sustainability very differently. I know from the country that I come from, you know, everything is recycled. Every nature is, uh, you know, treated like mother and, and so on and so forth. What are your thoughts on how does culture impact uh, views of society on sustainability? I think that, you know, you make make a good point in, um, in depending where you come from, you're going to be affected more mm. by climate change uh, in hotter countries than you might be in the UK. Although mm. I think what we're starting to see in Europe is mm. we're seeing more effects of it. So whilst originally, um, culturally, you might be thinking about your families in India or in Africa that have really, really suffered mm. from climate change. Um, now, even in Europe, we're starting to see the effects Correct. of climate change mm. because, you know, the floods that we've had, we had our hottest year on record this mm. year. Um, so I think culturally it's more um, urgent in other countries, mm. but the you know, people only do something about it when it's tangible and they can see it. Right. Themselves. So, you know, for a long, long time, been like, ah, it's not our problem. It's not going to affect us. Mm. I think now the effects of um, the climate crisis are really, really coming out. So, mm. um, but what people don't really understand is, you know, when those countries get to a point, which they will in the next seven, eight years, when they become inhabitable, mm -hmm. and, you know, there's going to be mass migration. Mm -hmm. And that mass migration, you know, we're, all, we're already seeing mm -hmm. are going to go to countries where, where the climate crisis is not as bad. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, they are going to be affected in time. And it, it, it's just something that, you're more aware of because you're seeing it more often. Well said. So let me now move to uh, your podcast, Sustain Talks. Tell me about your podcast and what are some of the topics you have covered? Uh, sure. So it's funny because I created Sustain Talks. I was having a conversation with someone. We was having a private meeting. and We were talking about the climate crisis mm -hmm. and you know, this is somebody who'd been in sustainability for 30 years mm. and was having such a deep and meaningful conversation. Mm. And I, I got to the end and I said, oh, I wish I could have shared this conversation with everybody mm. I know. It's been so important. 
And he said, you can. Why don't you do a podcast? Mm -hmm. And that's how Sustained Talks um, came about. And um, so now I, you know, I just put it out. I love doing it. I love having the conversation. I'm sure you can relate. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talk about anything from the climate crisis. We've done um, burning fossil fuel adverts, mm. sustainable furniture, um, sustainable technology, ESG, net zero. And mm. um, I do a lot around mental health and diversity and inclusion. Um, they're the topics that are close to my Fantastic. heart. Fantastic, yeah. Um, yeah, so. Wonderful, wonderful. wonderful. And uh, if you were to, uh, look at uh, sustainability uh, based on all your experience what would you say each one of us as individuals can do every day to help our uh, help our uh, you know planet yeah i think that you know first of all you need to um educate yourself mm. and i think that's really important that you know before you make throw away comments about it's someone else's responsibility mm. right really try to understand it really mm. try to engage um and learn as much as you can and talk about it mm. um what we're doing now i think the more conversation the best thing about cop 27 is my um feed is filled mm. with from it it's absolutely mm. filled with sustainability so have the conversation um, and and think about what you're doing and mm. think really, you know, about what you spend, where you go, what you do, how you live your life. And mm. um, I put my light on for um, this conversation, but the second we're finished, the light goes off. I don't have my yeah. heating. Mm. You know, if I'm cold, I put a, a blanket or a cardigan, mm. and, you know, um, so it, it's it's just really thinking about how you live your life and how you spend it. Well said. And Sam, my last question to you, and this for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation, what would you say are three lessons you want our viewers and listeners to take away from your own journey and from our conversation? Um, I mean, I, I, I kind of just said it i think mm. um you know as, as i say like have the conversation educate yourself mm. reach out to others connect with people follow mm. people mm. um that that are doing good fill your feed with um your social media feed with um with sustainability and mm. social responsibility people mm. and um and subscribe to Sustain Talks and to Responsible Futures. Yep. Um, yeah, have a listen. We've got uh, not as many as you, but um, we've been doing the podcast for, for about a year now. And it's on uh, Spotify and iTunes and um, on our YouTube channel is Responsible Futures. But um, yeah, we've got a lot like there's a lot of content and happy for people to um, connect with me on LinkedIn if they're, they're um, interested in finding out more about how they mm. can be more sustainable so um, they can reach out to me on Wonderful. LinkedIn. Wonderful. And on that note, uh, Sam, thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about your own journey, about responsible futures, about sustainability 
um, about your podcast. Thank you again and good luck. And thank you. It's um, It really has been an honour. I really appreciate you reaching out to me. And I, I hope it makes a difference. And I hope it was a good conversation. I'm sure it will. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.